0: Welcome back to the Bushnell Project and Happy New Year! Happy decade, I guess. Some people are saying this beginning of a new decade, and some people are saying it's not. Hey, anyway, it's 2020. We're in the 20s, whether we like it or not. So here we are. I want to wish you guys happy Happy New Year! And as we continue, hopefully this year we will finish up Hebrews. Pretty confident of that. If the, If the Lord gives me breath, then I should be done with Hebrews here in the next two or three or four weeks, so maybe even before January is up. But just want to wish you guys a happy new year and and think about what we're doing, especially to my sons now with four sons and three sons-in-law and the other few that follow me. I just want to encourage you and challenge you guys in this new year to remember who we serve and what we're about, that we're not of this world that we are of a world that uh, God is calling us to, and looking at Hebrews chapter eleven a couple of times, it talks about having faith of the one that created everything from nothing, and even with calling out Abraham, Abram who became Abraham to a city that would be made by God, talking about really talking about heaven. And so, what is your what is your treasure in 2020 that you're seeking as men we? tend to set our eyes on something we want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and it's easy to get distracted by the stuff of this world whether it's work or even family or a hobby or sports or entertainment whatever it might be that we stay focused on the task that God has placed us here for and part of that is ministering to our wives it's honoring and respecting those in authority over us, whether that's parents or a boss, our pastors, our leaders in our country, or wherever we might be. So I want to encourage you this year to, to be focused on what God is doing in your life and, and to think about, for instance, in Hebrews 11, 6, talking about what is faith, that and without faith it is impossible to please Him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. And then he goes on to talk about Noah that we just talked about, right? So by faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in other words, rain, in reverent fear constructed an ark, an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he, can, he condemned the world who had never seen rain. Like, what are you doing? What are you building? What are you crazy? And became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. So we need to... We need to live by faith. And part of that is 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 not bowing to the culture, not bowing to the things of our culture. Noah didn't bow to the culture of his day. And he said, no, there is a God. And he's not really pleased with us. And so he is going to send rain, even though you've never seen it. I think back in those days, probably. I wasn't there. But the earth was probably enclosed with a greater atmosphere control, if you will, like a glasshouse effect, and all of the atmosphere would have been about the same, which is why we would find animals frozen to death rapidly in the north, with food still in the digestive tract, right? So there's lots of evidence pointing toward this global warm planet. And so if that was the case, it would have been encased by some something in the environment, creating this this glasshouse effect. And that they would have had mist. Every morning there would have been a nice mist, and talks about Adam and Eve and the cool of the morning and the mist. So that's how things would have been watered, and rain would have been an oddity. So it's like, really? Rain? Dude, what's that? What a flood? What does that look like? They would have never experienced anything like that until the flood came. So that was Noah. What about you? What are are the things that are happening around you? That you know, you know what, I probably need to live differently. I need to do this differently. How I'm loving and cherishing my wife, how I'm raising my children, how I am pressing on with the things around me. The world doesn't need to see everybody going along with the culture. The world needs to see someone who's living for something bigger than themselves. The culture will never be the big thing to live for. The culture is something that is tossed about by the wind and by the waves And so it's never worth anything. It's always something that's changing. And that's why we're back into the roaring 20s, right? The roaring 20s are back. Well, what were the roaring 20s to begin with? I'm not altogether sure, but I know this, that 100 years ago, there was revival happening happening, and there's revival happening today. And it happens when men and women, God's children, read God's word, repent, come to terms with where they're at or not. And make those adjustments and allow God to direct them. And they live by faith, not by sight. And as those people do that, and it doesn't take an army of them to make change, they bring about change. And the world needs to see, especially in the Western culture, needs to see some Christians who will rise up and be those change agents. Praying that you'll grab your Bible and be part of that in 2020. Reading your Bible, studying, praying, becoming a prayer warrior. And doing the right things. So let's be those men who do what's right. And let's press forward. Let's encourage one another. Let's stay the course. Let's press on for that which God has us for. Has taken hold of us for. And I promise you that the world He's calling to us to go to is much greater than this world. So don't put your roots deep into this world. Although I don't believe He's destroying this world. I believe when He makes all things new... This world will be a part of it. It'll just be made new by him. So, God bless you guys. Have a great day, a great week, and Happy New Year.